But I understood this was an illusion. I was on the floor, and a bomb had just gone off. And the object flying past my window? It had probably been the head of the bomber, winking at me. But I was also aware that Amos and Sipa were speaking to me. Their desks were situated far from the window, all the way on the other side of the office, where I had put them. Now they were bending over me, breaking the curtain of water. I could see they were moving their mouths, but I could not hear them. So I smiled up at them and said shalom. They did not seem to hear me either, and they did not smile back. And that is all I remember of that moment. I woke up in the ambulance. The paramedic was ultra-orthodox, like the guys who come around afterward and pick up body parts. His name tag read Moisha. He had a greenish piece of salami stuck between his teeth, and a beard that would be hanging down to his navel, except that it was stuffed in a paper bonnet. He was wearing a day-glow orange security vest, a black skull cap, and eyeglasses that had slipped down onto the tip of his nose. But he seemed to know what he was doing. Keep calm, he said. Where am I? He looked out the back window. On Yehuda Street. Literalness, I had learned, was often a consequence of studying Talmud. I mean, what happened? He patted my hand. You were in a terrorist attack. I'm guessing it's Hamas, but it could be Fatah or Islamic Jihad. I don't think it was Hezbollah. Yes, most likely Hamas. How do you know? He shrugged. You get a feeling for these things. Am I going to die? It's possible. He felt my torso. But highly unlikely. It looks like you have some superficial cuts. I tried getting a glimpse out the window. Don't move. One move and you could push that piece of glass right into your brain. Then you definitely would die. There's glass sticking out of my head? A very big piece. If it was a mirror, I could do my makeup in it. And frankly, I wouldn't talk so much. There's also glass jutting out of your cheek. You don't want to cut your tongue off. But don't worry. I'm here to save you. That's my job. You're a religious man, right? Of course. What does God say about all this? About what? About bombs going off in cafes and architectural offices, and innocent people having their heads blown off, and me with so much glass in me I could pass for a Tiffany lamp. Not a cafe. It was the bus stop at the corner under your building. But you knew that from the trajectory of the head I sent as a warning. Yes, I saw it. I ducked. You didn't duck. You moved five centimeters to the left and raised your right arm ten centimeters from its position above your drafting table, which caused the flying glass to be deflected from your carotid artery and instead cut the nerve in your triceps brachii which will cause you only minor annoyance for the rest of the year, instead of having killed you instantly. What about the glass in my forehead and my cheek? Incidental.
It will give you scars of which you will be justly proud. It will possibly end in several highly successful sexual encounters, if you play your cards right. So you saved my life? I did. But why? But why? he asked back. Yes, but why? Hold on, I have to check your fluids. Being in the hands of someone so experienced seemed to calm me down, and I passed out again. When I next awoke, I was still in the ambulance, but there was a beautiful Sephardic woman leaning over me, green eyes and coffee skin. Where's the other guy? I said. What other guy? I attempted to search the ambulance, but my neck was in a brace and I couldn't move. It's just me.